1 Kings 21. After these things, Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, next to the palace of Ahab, the king of Samaria. Ahab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near my house, and I will give you for it a better vineyard, or, if it seems good to you, I will give you its worth in money. Naboth said to Ahab, May Yahweh forbid me that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. Ahab came into his house sullen and angry because of the word which Naboth, the Jezreelite, had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. He laid himself down on his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. <laughs> but Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so sad that you eat no bread? He said to her, because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. He answered, I will not give you my vineyard. Jezebel his wife said to him, Do you now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat bread and let your heart be merry. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal and sent the letters to the elders and to the nobles who were in his city who lived with Naboth. She wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people. Set two men, wicked fellows, before him, and let them testify against him, saying, You cursed God and the king. Then carry him out and stone him to death. The men of his city, even the elders and the nobles who lived in his city, did as Jezebel had instructed them in the letters, which she had written and sent to them. They proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. The two men, the wicked fellows, came in and sat before him. The wicked fellows testified against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. They carried him out of the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they said to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned and is dead. When Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab rose up to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. Yahweh's word came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab the king of Israel, who dwells in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone down to take possession of it. You shall speak to him, saying, Yahweh says, Have you killed and also taken possession? You shall speak to him, saying, Yahweh says, In the place where dogs lick the blood of Naboth, dogs will lick your blood, even yours. Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, my enemy? He answered, I have found you, because you have sold yourself to do that which is evil in Yahweh's sight. Behold, I will bring evil on you and will utterly sweep you away, and will cut off from Ahab everyone who urinates against a wall, and him who is shut up, and him who is left at large in Israel. I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha the son of Ahijah, for the provocation with which you have provoked me to anger and have made Israel to sin. Yahweh also spoke of Jezebel, saying, The dogs will eat Jezebel by the rampart of Jezreel. The dogs will eat he who dies of Ahab in the city, 
and the birds of the sky will eat he who dies in the field. But there was no one like Ahab who sold himself to do that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. He did very abominably in following idols, according to all that the Amorites did, whom Yahweh cast out before the children of Israel. When Ahab heard those words, he tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly. Yahweh's word came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, See how Ahab humbles himself before me? Because he humbles himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his day, but I will bring the evil on his house in his son's day. So this is the chapter about Naboth's vineyard. And um, this is an interesting, interesting chapter in the Bible because um, in this chapter, the Lord holds a king accountable. Now you might say, whoop de doo <laughs> Because it, it, to me that might just be a normal thing. But it's not a normal thing. If you go back to ancient cultures, kings were never accountable. Kings were always a law unto themselves. It's only here in Israel, in Israel and Judah, that the Lord requires things of kings. The Lord is still in charge. And this is, is, is quite a different thing in ancient times. You know, in, you, if you think of Egypt, Pharaoh, he believed he was God. He did whatever he wanted. He, Pharaoh could take land off anyone he wanted. He could kill anyone he wanted. And it didn't matter. And the same in lots of cultures. But Naboth, he does this thing with his wife's help, and he's accountable to God. And that's very refreshing. And so the world we have now, you think about recent political times. You think about, um, let's say, Donald Trump and all the, the things that he did. Well, he, um, he got impeached and you know stuff happens. Now, whether you think it was right or whether it was wrong, what we have today is the idea that presidents, prime ministers, they must be accountable. Well, where does that come from? It comes from the Lord. The Lord, need, the, the Lord loves and values justice. He loves and values what's right. And leaders must do what's right, not just people. And so this chapter is actually an incredible chapter. And I remembered reading a story of, um, of someone in uh, India who, who was a Hindu. You know, they didn't know the Lord at all. But they just happened to have a Bible and they picked it up and they read this one chapter. Naboth's vineyard, and after they, and you remember that in India they're polytheists. They worship millions of different gods. And after reading this chapter, you know what he said? He said, "This is the god I want to worship." <laughs> and you think about it, in India you've got so much corruption, the caste system, people, and you've got lower caste that are not treated well, and upper caste that treat them improperly. And if that's the way their gods allow things to be, who would want to follow a god like that? When that Hindu man read that passage in scripture, he said, I want to follow a God like this. And aren't you glad we do? Aren't you glad that the Lord of heaven is a Lord of justice? Because if he wasn't, the world would be a horrible place to live in. And so Naboth, uh, you know, he's, he's treated terribly and Ahab is accountable. And so is Jezebel. And so... Um, when Ahab tries to get the land, which happened to be right next door to the palace, and Samaria, by the way, I don't think was that big of a place. So um, uh, Naboth says to him, the Lord forbid I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. Now you remember way back in the book of Joshua, when they came into the promised land, they conquered it, 
the, the land was divided up by inheritance according to the tribes. So this land in the Jezreel Valley was given to the great, 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 many great grandfathers of Naboth. It was their family inheritance and it's been passed down father to son all the way down to Naboth. And in Leviticus chapter 25 verse 23, it says the land must not be sold permanently. So they could sell the land temporarily, like as a lease, they could lease it to someone for up to 49 years. Um, but it always had to go back to the family at Jubilee. It got reset and went back. But you could not permanently sell the land. But what Ahab wants is to get his hands on it and just to own it. And so what Naboth says is correct. You know, the Lord forbid, because the Lord did forbid, that you should have the inheritance of my fathers. Now Ahab, the one good thing about him was that he didn't just get angry and kill people. He did get angry, but he's, he's a bit different to other kings. He didn't just go around killing people. So he gets angry, but he just goes back to his palace. But his wife, she decides to take matters into her own hands. And um, so she goes, she arranges for Naboth to be killed. And then she says to Ahab, all right, he's dead, it's yours. Now, some people think to themselves that if they don't do the evil thing themselves, that it's okay. So, you know, Ahab, he might have thought in his own mind, well, I didn't kill him. I didn't do anything wrong. Um, and so he might have thought, it's all right. Well, he's dead now. I can have it. So people justify in their minds uh, a way where things are okay. But according to the Bible and according to Elijah the prophet, it was Ahab that killed Naboth. This is a bit like Adam and Eve, <laughs> where Eve is the, one that, that is the one that first eats, but it's Adam's sin. And um, so in God's mind, Ahab is the one who did wrong. Now, how on earth could that be the case? And I think there's different ways of understanding it, but let's just go all the way to the New Testament. Let's go to Revelation chapter 2. And in Revelation chapter 2, there's a letter to the church of Thyatira. There's seven letters to seven churches. And, you know, there's Ephesus and Smyrna and Pergamum and Thyatira and Sardis. Philadelphia and Laodicea. And in the letter to Thyatira, it said, he says to the church, you have tolerated Jezebel, therefore. And there's, you know, some problems that they're going to have to face up to. So they may not necessarily have done all the evil things, but they tolerated this Jezebel. So this is a picture, this is what Ahab did. He tolerated Jezebel. Instead of him being the one to say, no, you're not going to go and do that to him, it's wrong. He knew she was going to go do something and he just let her do it. Later on he could say, well, I didn't do anything. But no, he should have said no. He tolerated Jezebel. And so this is the great sin of Ahab. Naboth would not be dead if Ahab had said something. And he knew he could have said something, but he didn't want to. And so there's lots of people who tolerate Jezebel. Um, so this is where there are things in your life that you know are wrong or there are things in your family that you know are wrong. Uh, now, you may not personally be doing them, but you just turned a blind eye to it and say, well, you know, it's not really my responsibility. But sometimes it is your responsibility, and so you cannot afford to tolerate Jezebel. Now, I'm not saying that someone else, you know, just because someone else is doing the wrong thing, you can't call them a Jezebel. <laughs> this person here in the Bible was called Jezebel. Um, Jezebel isn't a person. You know, it's, I don't think it's helpful to go around churches and say, oh, we've got a Jezebel in our church. I don't think that type of thing is helpful. Um, that's not going to make everyone feel good and love one another more. <laughs> but
but you can go to the Lord and you can ask the Lord to help. And you can certainly go, there are sometimes people who are clinging to things that are wrong and you can go to them privately, you can say, I think this thing is wrong. But don't say to them, you're a Jezebel and you're out of order and you need sorting out. You're only gonna get their shackles up and entrench the problem. So you've gotta be a little bit wise. Now Ahab was the king after all. He could have just said, no, don't do that, it's fine. He could have said, I don't want the vineyard. He, you know, he could have changed his mind, but he, he was too selfish. And so as a result, he didn't uh, stop what was happening from happening. So at the end of this chapter, Ahab, you know, when he hears the word of the Lord from the prophet, he humbles himself. And the Lord notices that he's humbled himself. And the Lord decides to delay the punishment for one generation. Now, um, was... Ahab's repentance sincere? Well, I don't know if it was sincere. It was clearly sincere enough for the Lord. And, but I also think that the Lord's pretty gracious. And sometimes when we think we're sincere, we're not. But the Lord goes off the fact that we think we're sincere, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. So um, <laughs> it's just more to do with the Lord's kindness, I think, than anything. So Ahab, he's the closest of all the kings, I think, to being someone that kind and knew the Lord, but he doesn't know the Lord. And even though he humbles himself here, he ends up, he ends up not, you know, he's not a good king. And he led all of Israel away from the Lord. And he's a terrible, terrible example. If there's anything we can learn in this chapter, it's it, we learn not to tolerate Jezebel. If you can't do anything about it in person, you do something about it in prayer. Because I tell you what, if there's a situation in your in your nation or your church or your family, it may not always be wise to say anything, but it's definitely wise to say something to the Lord about it. And if you're like that, then he won't be able to accuse you of tolerating it because you're definitely doing something about it. Lord, we thank you for these chapters. I want to thank you that in this chapter about Naboth's vineyard, we have an example of how even kings are accountable. Lord, even our political leaders are accountable to God. I thank you that you're a God of justice. We want, to, we want to pause and worship you this morning to think that even Hindus who read this chapter today can get saved because of a chapter like this. I thank you, Lord, there's no part of the Bible that doesn't have, any, that doesn't have power. So I pray, Lord, that you would cause your word to spread through the world and touch lives. And Lord, we pray today for the salvation of Hindu people. Lord, we pray that they would come to Christ and know the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.